You're listening to Thoughts of Thaddeus, a show dedicated to people wrestling with life and faith. Here is Pastor Nick Pierce. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I am Nick Pierce, your host for Thoughts of Thaddeus, a podcast uh, based around the concept, the idea of just a discussion about life and faith. I, I hold uh, very strictly to the idea that I, I don't have all the answers. And I know that absolutely. Like, I know me, and some of you know me, and it's like, yep, that, that is a correct assessment. <clears throat> but I think as we uh, all are living life in different ways, different aspects, but, you know, there isn't one person that is not engaged in living life. Like, if you, if you are not living life, <laughs> that means you're dead. So, uh, just because life looks differently and how people engage in life is going to be vastly different, but we're all living life. And so really just uh, the heart of the podcast is just a discussion of life and faith and what that looks like, because I'm just a firm believer that just as God created us all different, so are our walks with Jesus going to look different. Not that there's a uh, plurality in the sense of salvation, that there's many ways, you know, we all are under the house rules. We have talked about that in a, in a previous podcast. We're all under the house rules. Um, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Um, but how we connect uh, to God is going to be in different ways. And I think it's good, it's healthy for us to discuss those things and discuss struggles. And we need to be transparent. We need to encourage one another, as Hebrews 10 says, to encourage one another uh, to do good and and to edify and to uh, and at times even confess our sin. That's kind of a lost thing uh, now, but scripture is very clear. Confess your sins to one another that you may be healed and and so there might be some hard conversations, some accountability conversations, not just, hey, how's your walk or uh, how are you doing or anything like that, but to have some really heart-to-heart serious conversations. And so <clears throat> my hope that this podcast uh, could be that, could also encourage that and spur that among you and and your circle, your, I, I like that phrase, your sphere of influence. You know, so we all have one um, just because somebody's sphere of influence might have more people that they're able to influence doesn't mean that's any greater than somebody else that has less people in their sphere of influence. Um, but among our circles of life, of who we are doing life with and, and in different uh, contexts, you know, if it's a marriage relationship, if it's a work relationship, friendships, you know, how do we discuss life and faith and because uh, at the end of the day, that's that is the common unity in us, you know. Like you're thinking about sitting, you know, maybe before a meeting is starting, and you're just kind of waiting. You're sitting there, and you you're just talking about life, and you know, oh hey, I you know heard your dad was in the hospital. How's he doing? Oh, he's doing a lot better. Think you know that's just doing life together. And so the podcast is just kind of that heart, <clears throat> that heart, and that mentality of just discussing life and faith and. So there's no uh, 
really right answers. Um, definitely not trying to act like I know it all and say, hey, this is this is how you need to be living life. It's like, no, no, no. <clears throat> my my only encouragement is uh, let's let's share what we we have experienced and what we have learned from life with one another, um, so that we can l- learn f- from each other instead of paying our own dumb tax, uh, as uh, a guy named Larry Osborne calls it, dumb tax. So in um, he, he talks about church leadership and and learn from those guys that have gone before you and don't make the same mistakes. Don't pay the same dumb tax that they had to pay. And so I, I like that thought <clears throat> and applying it to life, not just church leadership, but even into life, you know, learn from other people's dumb tax. So <clears throat> today I was thinking through um, I don't know why this has kind of hit me on my heart, uh, but the song "Come Thou Fount." It's an old hymn. Um, when when I was fairly uh, regular and active in a, a worship team, it was always one of my you know favorite hymns. We always tried to mix contemporary and and traditional music. And um, as a guitar player, that can be very hard sometimes to play a hymn because uh, every Every beat, every cadence of the song changes a chord at times, and so that can be very difficult. But I always loved playing Come Thou Fountain. I always loved the lyric that said, Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. And then he continues, Take my heart, Lord. Take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. <clears throat> I always loved that part of the song uh, because it was real. It was transparent. We're, we're, we're standing in a building that screams, we don't have it together. That's the reason that we're there. And I think we've lost that a little bit. We walk into church and we think, oh, we, we put on a show, we put on the mask and masquerade around each other that everything's perfectly fine, but you didn't hear the big argument on the way in, you know, between me and my wife or the kids or, and, and there's just that miracle that happens from getting out of your car and walking into the church that everything's perfectly fine. No, we put a mask on and, and, and we, even in the meet and greet, we walk around and shake hands and, Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm good. And how are you? And we never, we never mean it when we ask it. And we would be shocked if somebody truly answered it, you know, and I always, and I'm not saying that there's a reason, there's a bad thing to think positively and look at the glass hat full type thing. Um, but I always, uh, I remember uh, one person always used to tell me that he was too blessed to be depressed. And and I consider myself very blessed. Uh, maybe not clinical depression, but definitely can have some depressing moments. And, you, and, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You, you look at David in the Psalms and he struggled with stuff like that, you know. Why are you so downcast, oh my soul? You know, I think it's in like Psalm 40, to 40, 41, 42, something like that. He's literally just screaming at himself like, why are you so depressed? Do you not see how good the Lord has been to you? And so I just always love that part of the song because it was real. It was transparent. It was, it, it made me feel like it was okay not to be okay. And in the church, is there not a better place for us to feel that way? I, it baffles me that we can't be more transparent like that. Um, I uh, have a good friend that I uh, kind of look up to. He's a pastor in Colorado, and one of his kind of 
uh, trademark claims that people talk about him, like when he goes and speaks, is they always say, oh, we just love his transparency and how real he is. Shouldn't that be said of all of us? Like, why is that so different for him? Like, shouldn't that be everybody? And I just think it shows the real need and the real problem that uh, in something that matters the most, our faith in Christ, we can't be the most real with each other. We can be real about everything else, but in something that matters the most, that is the issue that we are the least likely to be real in, and we fake it, and we act like everything's fine, or we act like we know more than what we do, or we live more than what we honestly do, and we put on that mask, that face, that persona. And that's the thing, is like, Jesus never had an issue with people that were confused, you know? So we're struggling in our faith. We don't understand what God is doing. We don't understand maybe even something in his word. We don't understand what this means. Like, he never had an issue with people that were confused. I was teaching this to our students the other day. Uh, you know, he, Nicodemus came to him at night and didn't quite understand what was going on. He's like, how can a man be born again? And Jesus is like, dude, you're a teacher in Israel and you don't understand these things? But he never took, you know, issue with those that were confused. Jesus always had a problem with those who faked it. That was the issue. The hypocrites. Not the ones that, I mean, even in their sinful lifestyles, but they were real and they were transparent and they were authentic. Jesus never had an issue with that. It was those that faked it. And so prone to wander, Lord, I feel it, prone to leave the God I love. There's realness in that. And if, if, if you haven't thought that, I would just challenge you, uh, what in the heck are you doing in your walk to never feel that? Because man, write a book, do a seminar, start a podcast, something. But for me, I'm going to be honest, i prone to wander, Lord, I feel it daily. That just probably didn't feel a part of the song. Prone to leave the God I love, moment by moment. You know, we're sheep. Sheep are stupid. <laughs> that That was not a Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a mighty sheep. Like that was not a compliment when we are called sheep. Sheep are stupid and they wander. Prone to leave the God I love. See, God has really been revealing to me that I we live in the tension <clears throat> and and we have to understand this. We live in the tension from in a broken world and 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 we are broken we we have still have a sin nature a propensity to sin so we live in that tension of that and having faith in Christ <clears throat> who is perfect and who is in heaven so we're not i think Paul Tripp kind of says it you know uh we're we're not already there. It's some kind of that phrase. I'm probably paraphrasing it horribly, but you know, we're living in that tension where we're not where we used to be, but we're not to our end goal. We're in the middle. We're in that tension. And the world, I mean, it to be honest, I mean, we're to, you know, take a good hard look. It's broken. It's it's ugly. It's marred. But Jesus is perfect. He is life. He is truth. He is light. And so we live in the tension of that because we see who Jesus is and we see our world and we have to live in that tension. And my leaning, my yearning by nature is for the broken. Like that's, you know, as James says, the, the lust of my desires entice me away towards sin and towards the brokenness. 
And what's so great is, <clears throat> even though this evil and, and sin was not God's plan, He, as we talked previous before about the problem of evil, uh, so I recommend to go back to listen to that. It wasn't His plan, but He's using that to bring about the best for us. And so, in my brokenness and your brokenness and our brokenness, we need to allow God in to use and bring about what is perfect, what is beautiful, what is light and truth. See, brokenness never fulfills, it never satisfies, it never restores, it never reconciles, it never brings life. <clears throat> John 10.10 10 is just so, so clear when Jesus says, you know, <clears throat> the enemy only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Flat out, that's it. He, he is head set, heart set on destruction, casting doubt on God, pulling us away from that relationship or even the opportunity of that relationship. He comes to still, kill, and destroy. But if you continue in the verse, that Jesus says, I have came to give life. And life, and the just a beautiful word here, life abundantly. And the issue is that we need to lay down our brokenness. And a part of our brokenness is the life that we want. Because we are broken and we're never going to have be able to perfectly fulfill our own desires, <clears throat> perfectly satisfy our own hearts, perfectly restore the relationships in our lives, specifically our relationship with God. That is not on us. God brings that. And reconciliation. And so part of our brokenness that we need to lay down to God is to understand that the plan or the purpose of our life that we have, that's broken. That is incomplete. Even if the the greatest of saint, his own idea of what his life needs to be about is broken. We need to lay that down before God and take up his plan, his purpose for our life, and understand why we were created. That is when we have true fulfillment, true satisfaction. That's when true restoration happens in our lives. And it's then when you fight that prone to wander, might not be into massive huge, glaring, habitual sin. But for me, when I'm prone to wander, Lord, I feel it's because I'm trying to sit on the throne of my heart. And that's when I'm prone to leave the God that I love. <clears throat> so time and time again, my prayer, Lord, take my heart. Take your rightful place on the throne of my heart. Seal it. And by thy courts above knowing that one day <clears throat> I'm standing before you and this relationship will not be by faith, but it will be by sight. And I have faith now for what I know I will have sight for later. So again, just a discussion of life and faith and just trying to be real and transparent with you. I hope uh, you find this fruitful and, and good. Uh, always hit me up. If you have any questions or thoughts or responses, would love to start hearing uh, from 
any of the audience. So uh, just let me know. I uh, hope you have a great day. Blessings. Thanks for listening to Thoughts of Thaddeus. If you have any questions about God or want to get deeper into your faith, feel free to hit Pastor Nick Pierce up on Instagram at Nickus1. That's N-I-K-K-U-S-1. Thanks and have a great day.